He's like, I got the picture like five minutes ago, guys. <laughs> There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. You're listening to Sapnin Podcast. Sapnin! Sapnin! You are listening to episode 107 of Sapnin Podcast with Sean Smith and my good friend, Morgan Richards, a.k.a. Mo Dick. Nobody knows him as Mo Dick. Yes, it's me, Morgan Richards. And just so you know, uh, the situations... No. They're irrelevant no. now. No, no, I'm not letting you do that because this week's guest didn't even write because that. Because we oh. have a picture-perfect episode to showcase this war is ours. I don't know if I can fucking... I don't know if we can pull that out. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway, this week's guest is uh, the absolutely lovely... Craig Mabbott from Escape the Fate and Dead Rabbits. Yes, and this is a really fun and passionate one, to say the least. Like, I'm sure everyone is familiar with Craig as the frontman to Escape the Fate, the Dead Rabbits, and his time with other bands like Bless the Fall and The World Alive. But 2020 has actually been a very important year for him, both personally and and professionally. Not only do Escape the Fate have a brand new record coming out in Chemical Warfare on the 19th of February in 2021, but the pandemic lockdown has let him work on a bunch of other projects and even helped him to get sober after really living the rock and roll lifestyle for the last 15 years on the road. So we thought we'd invite Craig on to reminisce some incredible stories, his sobriety, getting so excited to release this new record, and just things like building a Twitch community, making his acting debut, some dead rabbit secrets, and beautiful sentiments in between. Yes, um, Craig was an absolute delight. Prior to it, I'll be honest, I was a little bit worried, right? Mm. Because, um, as we mentioned in later on in the podcast, the blackout did... Warp to a black uh, for anybody who doesn't know the blackout was my former band and my former band the blackout did uh warp to a 2009 and so did craig with escape the fate uh yeah i was just a little bit worried because as as we touch on we spent an evening together at a dive bar on one night of the warp tour and uh yeah it was a wild night but um i'm ever so ever so chuffed for him to now be sober and he just seemed better than ever really Mm. it seemed to be he seemed fresh 
he seemed re-inspired because I just remember I know that's 11 years ago 2009 but like back then I part of me would have said well he's not going to be doing this in 2020 surely if he keeps on this way so to see him sober see him healthy see him enjoying life creating making a twitch community was absolutely beautiful so again thank you very much to Craig for coming on we had a great time yeah, I really, really, really enjoyed this interview. He was a he was a star. So, yeah, nice one, Craig. It's super motivational, and as I said, we have some great laughs of just about his time on the road and some uh, little snippets from various bands in his time in the music industry but before we do go on i did want to mention a very quick note i mentioned you know making his acting debut well the record label behind escape the fate better noise records have actually been making a lot of films lately sean i'm sure you remember the the dirt the netflix yes. biog on Motley Crue. Well, they've got a couple of other things lined up. We get into one later on that Craig's going to be more a part of, but they've just recently released a motion picture titled Snow Babies, titled S-N-O Babies, and this um, shows a grim reality of addiction as impact on two teenage girls living in a small suburban town. It's very good. I've seen many clips. I'm excited to watch the whole thing over this festive period, but the soundtrack to that film itself is incredible there's some brand new tracks on there from escape the fate bad wolf 6am and a load more of the better noise records alumni so if you're looking something a little bit different to watch over the festive period something a little bit more real snow babies is probably the motion picture for you yes definitely check it out um yeah, I just love that he's gone into acting and stuff. Like, it's just amazing. <laughs> like, I love that all of these people in bands are just getting into acting now. Oh, guess a go then. Guess a go of that then. Oi, somebody's got to be making some sort of Welsh film, right? <laughs> They're not. Like, there's me going, oh, we've got so many <laughs> listeners. All 12 of them, right? One in 12 of these people surely is a Welsh film director. Get me in a film for fuck's sake. Oh, I don't have to be Welsh. I can do other accents. So... I'd love to be in a film. Let's have a go. That'd be a laugh. Well, quickly, Sean, just so if any uh, famous movie producers or directors or anything are listening, because we know they do each and every Friday, can you give us some um, quick impressions just to, just to liven that atmosphere? I, what do you want? Um, I know your Arnie's very good. Oh, come on. Put me in your film, you son of a bitch. See, there was Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, I could do Alan Rickman as well. Mr. Takagi will not be joining us for the rest of his life. See, there you go. There's Alan Rickman. Um, that's it, really. But <laughs> I can do my own voice and I can do different moods. Watch this now. Sad. Oh, come on, my Morg. Give me my podcast. Uh, happy. Hey, Morgan, it's nearly my birthday. Um, ch check another motion out there, Morg, quick. Uh, scared. Oh, oh no, Morgan! Don't come close. See, I'm just, I'm just the best. I am the, I am the greatest Welsh actor that's never acted. Wow! Right? So, I tell you what I'll do. I'm going to put a challenge out there. <laughs> if Anthony Hopkins wants to fight or have an act off, right. I will accept both challenges. So, just put that out there. Let's okay. see how it goes. I, d I didn't think you'd be making that announcement on this podcast but uh, but here we are and um speaking of kind of celebrations and, and festive periods sean like 
it is coming to that time of year where people are, you know, Christmas shopping, right? And if you were to ask me the best gift to give someone this festive holiday, do you know what I would tell them? Uh, heroin. No, something even better than that. Better than heroin? Mm. Um, uh, the right to stay in the European Union. Too political. Ah, <laughs> oh, bollocks. I, I would, don't know. What is it, Mark? I would suggest getting a loved one to become a part of our Patreon community at patreon.com forward slash sapnin this Christmas. Because not only is that gift itself one that keeps on giving with all these bonus contents, but you get to make loads of very, very passionate and lovely friends that share the same music interests as you and some other no. things that you never imagined you get to connect through people from a podcast. Yeah, what a great what a great community. What a great bunch of people we've got together. And these are cultivated, that's wrong. Um, it is a cult, yeah. so... Uh, yeah. Oh, technically, technically, we've cultivated. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, check it out. Patreon.com forward slash happening. Also, why not do what Vic Fuentes from Pierce the Veil has done this week oh. and give us a follow on our socials? You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at s a w p e n i n p o d. That's at Sappening Pod s a p p. E-N-I-N-P-O-D. Yeah, funny you should mention that. I did see you and Vic having a, a little mini conversation on uh, on Instagram, and then he followed our social accounts. Yeah, um, basically, I messaged him asking him if he'd come on the podcast um, for in exchange for the tour that he promised the blackout that uh, mm. he would take us on to America, which was 13 years ago. <laughs> so mm, I don't want to say that, he, you know, He's late at paying his dues, but he is super late at paying his dues. So, if you're listening to this, guys, um, get at Vic for us, at P.S. The Vic on uh, Twitter and Instagram and stuff, um, because we want him to come on the podcast soon to um, explain himself. Hmm. It would be nice if one of those bands that promised to take the blackout out to America all those years ago um, would like to repay you in some form. Uh, I'll take, oh, I'll take, fantastic. I'll take podcast guests opportunities. But I mean, well, yeah, you would, America you would, would be right. because he hasn't offered you anything, has he? He's offered it. He offered it to me and my old band. He have not. Is you going? Oh yeah, I'll accept. Yeah, of course he fucking will. Yeah, it's fucking nothing to do with you. I'm still looking for an American tour. So if Pierce the Veil, from first to last, story of the year, um, who else lied to the Blackout about taking us on tour? Um, Hollywood Undead didn't, I'll give him that. The used, Bert McCracken said he'd do it as well. Um, here we are, I've only ever done one slight American tour um, supporting a band, and it was none of those bands, so uh, uh. yes. Yes, if you're one of the bands who promised the Blackout a tour, get in touch so you can come on the podcast to justify yourself. Anyway... Now that we've made out that all Americans are liars, um, we should just get straight into this week's fantastic guest, who is an American, but I don't think he's a liar. It's the fantastic Craig Mabbitt of Escape the Fate. Wow. I've lost my mind. What a segue. What a segue. But yes, Sapnin! Sapnin! I forgot we did that bit. (laughs) (laughs) I've gone mad. I've gone mad.
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. What's happening? Yes! 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 This week's guest is Escape the Fate and the Dead Rabbits frontman, Craig Mavitt. Yes. How are you, brother? I'm good, man. How are you guys doing? Yeah. Very well. Not too um, bad. All the better for seeing that background that you've got right there, <laughs> yeah. which, um, you. I, which is pointless bringing up on a podcast because nobody can see it bar us. But you've got, <laughs> you're in, um, is it a TIE Fighter or is it a part of the Millennium Falcon? It's, it's the Millennium Falcon, yeah. Oh. Yes. Nice. Yeah, so well, you are the winner of the best background <laughs> so far on the podcast, and awesome. yeah, we've had, yeah, we've had over hundred guests, so you win, I guess. Um, yeah, you're winning yeah. at life, but yeah, how are you? I'm doing good, man. Just uh, just waking up. Apologies for the for the tardiness, but. I was up late last night. There's all that, uh, all the election stuff going on here in the states. Yeah. So I was up late just watching the news, getting texts from like my family and my sisters, and I'm like, nobody's gonna find out what's happening tonight at all. No one's. Yeah. I'm gonna go to bed, guys. <laughs> yeah, I was. Well, when I woke up, I was quite surprised that it was still going because I thought it would have just been over, over and done with. But uh, it seems like a, a lot of dramas uh, on the cards. <laughs> Yeah. Surprise, surprise, yeah. What? Donald Trump <laughs> causing drama? Surely not. Surely no not. Way. <laughs> yeah. T- reality TV star Donald yeah. Trump getting his face on TV again? Saying bullshit? The whole not thing, a the chance. Whole thing feels like an SNL skit, like a real. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's, like we're li- it's like we're living in a big joke. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I go, am I the only one? Like. <laughs> Is it a simulation? Like, is it just me that can see through this? Like, it's it's absolutely bonkers. And the same thing is, it's it's happening over here as well. It's like the UK is is the same as well with politics at the moment. It's like all over the shop. So, 
Yeah, we're just getting constantly lied to and then going, okay, we'll accept that. Everybody seems to be like, oh, you've lied to my face. Ah, oh, that's fine. Carry on. And it's yeah. like, what's going on? But Okay, whatever. Just do a good job. <laughs> yeah, please, yeah, please yeah. try. Please, yeah. please, oh, do, please yeah, fingers do, crossed. Do something. Yeah, yeah, do something at least. <laughs> But besides all of this, anyway, I mean, how how are you doing on day to day life, man? How's how's things? What's new? Uh, things are going good, man. Other than the fact that you know I can't play any shows or tour, um, but there is like kind of a silver lining in that because I for years was wondering, man, how am I gonna get? like a break it wasn't that i was ungrateful to still be able to play music and be on the road it was just we were so constantly on the road i'm like how do i get a personal break to just get myself in check without hurting the band and like restricting the other members from touring and missing out on opportunities and stuff like that and then it was like planet earth said here's covid yeah thank you chinese bat eating lad thank you very yeah. much yeah well, I, I miss it so much but man it's a it, it really is a breath of fresh air i haven't had time off like this since i was 15 years old and wow. you know i've been able to get a lot of things in check just personally in my personal life i finally uh, decided to get sober, which is something I was struggling with. Congratulations. For years. Oh, yeah. Nice, um, man. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been great. Now I have, you know, just a new fire lit under my ass. Like, I'm ready to get out there and, and get it again. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic to hear because, like, as you said, escape the fate of just being a band who've toured so much all the time over the years, like oh, every constant. country possible. So, I mean, when the, the news first hit of everything going on and shows weren't going to be a thing for a while, did you do was it automatically right? This is the time now where I can work on myself and I can take a break, or, or did you have a little bit of, of struggle finding your feet lately? It was, it was definitely a little bit of struggle finding my feet. It was, uh, it was immediate fear. Like, what am I going to do? Hmm. You know, this is, this is all I know. I've kind of accepted. I'm just going to be on the road for like my whole life. What am I going to do now? Um, and then it was, wait a second, this might be a good thing. Like I, I can actually take some time off and it's not, it's not just my decision. You know, it's not me going, Nope, can't tour. I'm going to take some time off. It was like, and it wasn't only our band that had to take the time off. It's yeah. literally everybody. Like, nobody could tour. <laughs> so I'm like, I started thinking the, about the silver linings there. And I'm like, you know what? I should probably start taking care of things that I haven't been taking care of because I've just been out there, you know? So I'm like, let's take care of this. Let's take care of that. And it's been great. I've been able to spend some time with my kids, spend some time at home, spend some time with my dogs. It's been, it's been great, but... I am I am ready to get back out there and play some shows and share the music with the world again. For mm. sure. Snap, yeah, I can't wait. Um yeah, so yeah, you've been doing a lot of Twitch, we've seen. Um, a lot of Twitch, yeah. So after that after that fear period, I was like, let's start streaming. Instead of just, you know, sitting on the couch and doing it, let's uh <laughs> let's go live, you know? So I started doing it and man, it's been a great community that is uh twitch in itself is just a great community and then just my channel and the discord channel we have all the fans coming together they've kind of i've kind of just been the guy that's there and they've almost formed this other little community amongst themselves and it's great 
you know, I go live every day. They're like, what's up fam? How's it going today? They support each other. There's, you know, we got a channel on the discord, like mental health and well-being, and people can post in there and talk to each other and help each other out with any issues and problems. And it's just been great. People have created, started friendships in there. You know, they're planning on each other in person. Like, Oh, we met on Craig's Twitch. <laughs> it's like, oh, <laughs> it's crazy. That's, that's, that's beautiful. Nuts. Yeah. That's it's a nice way to keep in touch with the fans, you know? Mm, yeah. But it's, it's nice to see that you've kind of found that outlet to be creative and also connect with people now that you can't be on the road and, and see people face to face. Yeah. And it's almost like we're not seeing each other face to face, but I feel like in a way we're connecting more than we would if I was on tour. Cause it's like, we're hanging out every day and I'm just, you know, chatting to them and they're staring at me on the screen while I'm playing games <laughs> and they're they're seeing me at my most vulnerable when I'm losing at a video game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Screaming obscenities on the TV like yep. yeah. Unbelievable. But, oh yeah. wow. Yeah. But with all this as well, I mean it's been such a creative period for you and the band. You've just announced now that you've got your seventh studio record, Chemical Warfare, coming out on the 19th of February, 2021. Uh, the singles released so far sound absolutely huge. And that really is, is kind of a, a new a new chapter of the band and just having a, a few new influences. Yeah, you know, it. Uh, we finally, finally was able to convince or i was able to convince the rest of the band we need to go back to john feldman i miss john mm. i want to go back to john i want to work with john i love john let's go with john feldman <laughs> <laughs> um and I, I i honestly got to the point where i where i said i'm not going to do another record if we don't go with john oh, wow. <laughs> i want to go with john um and we we finally got it to work out and you know, I have such a love for John just just on a personal level, but on a professional level and a business level too, because he really helped put Escape the Fate together when I first joined the band. You know, without John, I don't know what our first album would have sounded like with me, which was This War Is Ours. Um, and it worked. It worked for the band. We went out and we toured the world and we're still here today because the band was almost done, you know, and then it wasn't because this was ours worked so well. And I'm like, we need to go back to John. Like I've been wanting to work with him ever since then. And we haven't <laughs> we finally got back in there and it was just so, it was so easy. Like I love working with him so much. The record came out so quickly. It was like, we woke up every day, went into the studio. All right. What song are we writing today? How are we feeling? What do we want to write? And by the end of the day, we'd have another song. So like two and a half weeks later, we're already deciding what the best songs for the record are. And I'm like, I'm in love with all these songs. I don't want to, I want to get rid of any of them. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> how many did you, um, yeah, how many did you end up doing with John? Um, I think we ended up with 15 tracks and I believe there's 12 on the album. I don't know if I'm mistaken. Um, so that there should be two, uh, that I'm not sure exactly sure what's happening with those but there's two and then one of them's a christmas song that came out but it's mm. not part of the yeah part of the album but that was fun to work on <laughs> we've had so many bands lately just kind of bringing up stories with, with john feldman and and stuff but i've noticed that there's in his history there's loads of bands who he works with they go away work with other producers but always come back like yourselves the use the trio like what about john feldman really really captures the creativity for you um, I just, I just love his high energy, man. And his, uh, 
his love for anything he's working on. You know, if his name's going to be on it, he wants to be involved and he wants to help and he's great at what he does. And I can see why some bands might not enjoy that or maybe some bands will work with a producer like that and then be like, I don't want to go back. You know, maybe he was a little too involved, but that's not how I have ever felt with John. He's very involved. He's very knowledgeable. He's very high energy. But at the same time, if you're really against an idea or you're against something, he he'll take a step back and be like, Hey man, it's your band. But at the same time, I'm like, no, no, I know it's my band, but I really like that idea. <laughs> like, I like, I like where your head's at, dude. So I love working with a man. It's a lot of fun, and he he really pushes me as a vocalist, and that's what that's what I need. I've never been the type of guy in the studio where we've worked with other producers that are kind of a little more hands off, you know. Especially when it comes to the tracking, like let's let's forget about the uh, the writing process, but let's just go to the tracking process for me vocally. Sometimes I'll be in there, and it's like, oh, it sounded pretty good. Do you think that was a good take? Uh, I'm sitting there like, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. It's, uh, how was it on your end? Yeah, it was good. We can, we can move on if you want. Oh, okay. I guess we can <laughs> move on then. You know, where, where Feldy, he's more like the guy like, no, let's do it again. You can get it better. We're going to get up. We're going to go higher, man. We're going to do a higher <laughs> note up here. And I love that, dude. I like, that's what I need. If I'm in there with somebody that's just like, yeah, pretty good. Let's move on. I don't feel like I'm getting the best I can get because I, I have, I have issues pushing myself. But John, he won't, he won't let you stop. He'll make you sing till you can't sing anymore. <laughs> till your voice is gone. Awesome. Did um, yeah. Did you have any um guests pop in or uh, anybody come and hang out while you were at John's? Because that seems to be a running theme. We did. We had Lindsey Sterling come in for that track, Invincible. I unfortunately wasn't there at the time. That was a moment in time where we had been sent home and I think the tour had just finished and all this COVID stuff was happening and, and uh, it just happened really quickly in California. I think I was in Arizona with my kids at the time, but she killed it. She sounds amazing. Um, she also added some of uh, her violin to an acoustic version of that song, which I'm not sure when that's coming out. Jamie, you could tell me more about that. <laughs> I'm not sure. I know it exists. It sounds awesome. And Lindsay sounds awesome in that. Um, and Travis Barker came in and laid some drums down. We had Brandon Soller come in, lay some drums down and some vocals on a track. Uh, so yeah, a couple, couple fun guests. And we just had a really good time making this record. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah, we've, um, yeah, we were talking about Invincible earlier with uh, Jamie, and uh, yeah, what a what a tune! Very very fresh sounding. I feel like I I get the vibe. It's like the new chapter for Escape the Fate. It feels yeah, that's the vibe I get. But it's you know what I mean. It's difficult to to talk about yourself. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like yeah. hey, hey, how do you feel about your record? It's the best one we've ever done. I yeah, tell, yeah. Gee, gee, golly, gosh, my God, I tell you, like it's the best. But that's, I, I feel like it's this, it's like a mature, this war is ours. Like it's this war is ours graduated. It's, it's like a culmination of all the sounds and everything we've done over the years in one like cohesive effort. You know, it's not, it's not poppy just to be poppy. It's not heavy just to be heavy. It's like, it's all in the right place. And it just, it makes sense for escape the fate in my mm, opinion. Yeah. Hmm. Well, yeah, I got a really, I got a, like a really cinematic vibe from this. Like, I know the song is for the film, um, or it's on the film, the Retaliators as well. Um, but yeah. yeah, I got like a very big, 
yeah, like you said, I guess like a more mature, the most like a vibier. It's just a vibey yeah. record. Yeah. Like I get a vibe from it. Like I listen to past records and I'm stoked for them. Like I'm always stoked for a record. Like I'm so grateful to just be able to make music and release albums. Like that's amazing. But there's always records where I'm like, yeah, this is such a great record, but I'm like, love four songs. And I'm like, about the other ones. And this one, it's just like, just a vibe. Like I get a feeling listening to it, which I think is what makes a great record. Like it has to give you a feeling while you're listening to it. And this one, this one does for me. So I hope it does for, for other people yeah oh i think it will i think it will um hmm. but that's quite interesting to hear that you know you've you've got that feeling with these songs or um, relationship with these songs already i mean was there anything different in the songwriting or just the mindset going into writing this record yeah so my mindset personally was like make it or break it like this is make it or break it record for me because like i said i was just i was just struggling with a lot of personal stuff and then then this covid stuff happened so this is actually the first record in the band's career where i went in and i was just focused on the record the entire time like i stayed at john's house i didn't go out i didn't finish doing vocals and leave to the bar i finished doing vocals and like walked into the other room and sat there and re-listened to the song and <laughs> like decided what I was going to do the next day and then watched some Netflix Mandalorian and played some video games <laughs> and woke up and did vocals the next day, but I was in it. I was just focused on it. And I don't know if that helped in the process, but man, I, I love this record so much. Like I want to go back in and start doing another one. <laughs> awesome. That's nice. awesome. Well, yeah, you, yeah, you mentioned then what did the sobriety start then or was the, was the sobriety like uh, the recent thing? So the sobriety aspect of it, I wouldn't say it, the AA aspect of it didn't start then. The wanting to be sober aspect had started years prior to that. Like I want to be, but your ego gets the best of you. But I didn't, I didn't go out and have any drinks during the recording of the record, which was something I had never done before. Then I finished tracking the record, went home, COVID happened. And I was, I was hitting the bottle pretty hard. And then I said, nope, we got to be done with this. No more. Like, let's take this opportunity to really better ourselves. Because, like, I'm, I'm proud of the record, but I'm tired of being disappointed when I look in the mirror. So it's time to go out there and be someone that my band, the fans, my kids, my family, everybody can really look up to, um, be proud of, and just, you know, be a leader. You know, I'm, I'm the lead singer. I got to lead. Hmm. Nice. I gotta be a leader, yeah. man. Well, yeah, you're looking, you're looking refreshed. You're looking better yeah. than ever. Yeah, um, thank you. And and yeah, the songs are better than ever as well. So it's 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 all round part of it, I guess. So yeah, congratulations and thank yeah, you, thank I'm, you. I'm super psyched for what um for what this new album is is gonna do for you, I believe. So I hope yeah, so, it's man. gonna yeah, it's yeah. gonna be awesome. Yeah, um, but you you mentioned there you felt like it was kind of make it or break it for the band recording this. I mean, in the lead up, was there a lot of pressure behind the scenes with, with anything? I, I mean, what? How come there was that mentality now? Um, I feel like there's always a lot of pressure when it comes to my band. Hmm. Um, a lot of things just seem to get put together last minute, and you never really know what's happening. I don't know if that's miscommunication amongst ourselves or what, but it's always, you know, we'll be in the middle of the tour and then it's like, Hey, once this tour is over, we got another tour or, 
hey, as soon as as soon as this tour is done, we uh, you have like forty eight hours, and then we got to be at the airport again to go do this or go do that. So it was just it was just constant, which at first was very exciting, but man, it it started taking a toll just on me, you know. And I found I found my vices and my escapes that were just not healthy, um, and I guess it got me through barely, but that's how it had always been. So working on records and like getting in the studio is actually like something I always looked forward to, even if it was last minute, I'm like, yes, time to work on some music. Cause that's, that's my favorite part of it is making the music is doing the music, you know, other than that, if you're on tour, I just look forward to that 30 minutes to an hour of every day to be on stage playing those, those songs, you know? Hmm. Yeah, what's the um, what's the longest you've ever gone on on the road straight away with things have just been added at the end of a of a cycle or something? Um, I think the I think the shortest amount of time we had off one year was maybe a month. Wow, and that was like a month combined. So that wasn't <laughs> like we had a month off. That was like we had a day here, two days there. But for that whole year, we had like a month off, and then. The craziest thing was uh, two years ago, we had the most time off we had ever had. Like, it was my first summer off. I'm like, we're not doing a tour this summer? This is crazy. I have three months off. I'm going to hang out with my kids, jump in the pool. And an article came out that year about the most toured bands. And I guess we were the top most toured <laughs> band of that year. I'm like, with three months off, we still wow. were? Yeah. I'm like, where did we place the years before that? But I always, I always catch myself and remember... John Philman is in the Guinness Book of World Records for most most shows played in a year's time. Is he? What? Yeah. Oh, I, so wish I always got to kick that. myself in the butt like, grow up, dude. Stop being a little. <laughs> Stop being a wuss. Yeah, he played like more than because he played multiple shows. I think it was like multiple shows in a day, multiple days for every day in a year. So it was like he played more shows that year than there were days. What? Wow. That's yeah, commitment. That's world records. It's crazy. Yeah, I wish we'd spoken to you before we spoke to him. So we could have brought that up. <laughs> Bugger! What a bastard. Bloody hell, John. It's all that caffeine, man. If, it I, is if all you that drink caffeine. As much, yeah, if you drink as much coffee as him, you can do seven gigs a day. It's, <laughs> no. It's, it's all, yeah. no, see, I'm, join, I'm joining his club. He's the one I called when I needed help. And, and, you know, he invited me to his AA calls. And I've noticed I... I stopped drinking alcohol, but man, coffee is lifeblood. Mm. <laughs> I drink so much coffee now. It's yeah. insane. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah, I just love hearing positive stories about John because look, we've had, we must have had probably five or six people on lately and they've all worked with him and they've all loved him. And there was people that we didn't even know had worked with him that we were talking, we were just talking and they were like, oh yeah, I did this song with John Feldman. And we were like, it's like John it's Feldman. From the, it's like John yeah. Feldman, you on Sapnin podcast. Like everybody who's coming in is like, oh yeah, oh, John. Fe hey, like, what's oh, happening? John Feldman yeah. Sapnin. Yeah. <laughs> we should change it to the John Feldman podcast, really. Um, but yeah, awesome. Tell you what, though, I wouldn't want to be that tour manager trying to uh, organize several gigs in one day. <sighs> Oh, oh, I know, right? Oh, God, the life. I remember, I remember us touring, where was it? Like, one of my first tours with Escape was in Australia, and that was my first experience with playing multiple shows in a day. Because they, they do that. It's like you'll play the, the, 
under 18 i think and then you'll play the over 18 yeah well, like a matinee like, show and then uh yeah and then an evening yeah, I was show like, what is happening they're like we're clearing the venue <laughs> out and we're bringing more people in i'm like this is nuts yeah like what it's 5 p.m and i've just headlined the set what yep <laughs> I gotta go out. No, you can't go out. It's still light. Oh no! Yeah, I'll wait then. I'll do another gig again. All yeah, right, go fine. take a break at the green room for an hour. You gotta yeah. come back here. <laughs> oh, I just imagined. Imagine being John Feldman's booking agent on that year, though. Imagine. Oof! You're laughing. Like, all right, yeah, it's hard. You know, it's probably hard to find him three gigs in one city in one day. But the the back end of it. Oh, you're getting a good fifteen yeah. percent off all of them gigs in one day. Brilliant! What a year for that guy. Um, awesome. Sorry, you've gone. I've gone wild. Um, but but like reflecting on on a lot of things now with with this time off. I mean, you you've said already that Escape the Fate has always been so busy on the road and just not having a lot a lot of time off. But like in those years, how would you really describe the the evolution of the band? Because it always seems that there's been new chapters ever since you've been involved, and just kind of the difference between songwriting and kind of image wise and everything. I mean, when when you get a chance to actually look back, how would you really talk about the the, the changes over the years? Um, I I just feel like our whole career has been right in front of the fans eyes. You know what I mean? We all started when we were just, when we were just kids, like 15, 16 years old, like not knowing what we're doing. Like the singer change happened before I was even, I think I was barely 18 at the time. And we had already gone, we had already had that history going on. Um, so we were just young. We were naive. We, we wanted to take over the world. And I feel like we've, we have grown up as individuals and human beings just as much as maybe the music has changed. It's, it's been a beautiful thing. I'm just grateful we've been able to stick it out through all this time because there has been some crazy stories that have gone down and some crazy things we have gone through. But, uh, you know, brothers till the end. I, I never knew it would be, it would be Robert. That would still be around with me. <laughs> but yeah, but that's what it, it does seem that, like, especially with you two, is being such such a brotherhood since all that time. Yeah, you know, it. It at the end of the day, it's any band is a relationship, and you have to be in the relationship for the right reasons, and you have to want the same goals at least, at the very least, the same goals for it to work out, and. uh you know, all of us are just willing to put the work in. We all, we all have an understanding that nothing happens overnight. Um, so we just keep pouring our hearts into the music and going out there and pouring our hearts into the shows and hoping for the best world domination. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. But um, Craig, one, one, one of the things I want to talk to you about as well is obviously you've been a part of so many bands and different side projects and stuff over the years as well. But how would you really say you've grown as a musician, vocalist in your songwriting since since first getting into music? I, I mean, obviously, you know, you said the fans have always seen your life and you grow and, and changing with, with, with the times and stuff. But how, how do you see it? Um, I've, I've definitely grown. I think thanks to me always wanting the opportunity to write with other people. I know a lot of people are, are very like into, I, I write the vocals. I, 
I'm the singer. I do this. I do that. But man, any, any opportunity to co-write with somebody, whether it be from my own band, another band or writing with somebody else in my own band or writing for another band if they want me to do a guest spot i always take those opportunities because it's interesting to me to hear what other people hear from a song you know i might listen to a riff and i'll think of a melody and somebody else might think of something completely different that i'm in love with and i'm like oh that's so interesting how you interpreted the song in that way and that's the melody you heard as compared to this or sometimes you work together and you combine both ideas and it makes something brilliant. So that's, that's why just writing is my favorite process of the whole thing, man. It's just creating the actual music that you're going to go out there and play. Would, how do you, as a vocalist, do you write uh, lyrics first or the melody first? Because I, I always found with me it would just be uh, melody and noises. And, um, Mel- melody and noises for me, sounds. <laughs> um, a lot interestingly enough a lot of the times a melody will come out and it i'll hear a word that goes with it and maybe i'll base the rest of the writing around that word yeah um but sometimes like for our last album i am human that was the first time we had ever written a song where i had the melody the lyrics the whole song just a voice memo on my phone and then thrasher came in and built the music around that so that was pretty interesting and we had an opportunity for that song to be one of the singles. It was the title track, I Am Human. Um, so that was fun. But most of the time, yeah, I'll just, I'll jam the song and I'll hear melody first. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah just checking because, yeah, I've come across so many other people who do do it differently as well and stuff. But, uh, yeah, that's the way I've always done it. And then I found out that was the way that Mike Patton from Faith No More writes. And I was like, well, oh, no. I'll just stick I'll just yeah. stick to that then. Well, I'm doing it right. right. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I am Mike Patton. What time is this up? No way. Yeah. I mean, yeah. sometimes it's like these days, especially with Dead Rabbits, because I'm still working on new Dead Rabbit stuff. I'll hear a melody and I'll just go in. It's been so many years with the same iPhone now. I'll just open up my notes and I'll have like pages of lyrics that never got used and I'll hear kind of a melody and I'll just keep going through the lyrics with the melody in my head and then something will stick. I'm like, Oh, here we go. I can use these now. This is working. This is flowing nicely. So it's fun. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I've got, um, yeah, I've got a note section that's just full of random sentences that I thought were cooler at the time. <laughs> and, yeah. now, and now sometimes I look back and I'm like, what the fuck was that? Was I drunk? Was I, how stoned was I writing this bullshit down? Like, what the fuck am I? Frogs? Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of frogs? those in my phone, too. I'm like, what the hell was I doing at this time? Why was I writing yeah, this down? Yeah. I'm never going to write a song about frogs. <laughs> <laughs> completely random subjects. Like, but, Sometimes it'll yeah. just be like a line in a movie. Yeah, oh, yeah. Sometimes oh, the line in a commercial, yeah. I'm like, that's really good. Yeah, I've stolen, yeah, I've stolen a lyric. I've stolen things from films for song titles, lyrics. Um, yeah, yeah, so many things I've just taken off. Comedians, comedians yeah. I used early on, back in the MySpace days, the glory days, I like to call them. The glory um, days. <laughs> back in MySpace days, um, my old band had a song called I'm a Riot, You're a Fucking Riot which was a joke by Dane Cook. And oh, Dane nice. Cook, yeah, and 
um, my ex-girlfriend at the time emailed Dane Cook to tell him about the song that we'd released and he posted about it on his MySpace and so this was like back in I guess 2007 2008 when he was the biggest thing on MySpace <laughs> yeah after that post he he did a post about my band that year we ended up being the 28th most looked at MySpace page number 20 what did I say? 27 or 28? Whatever. The next number was Katy Perry. <laughs> I was like, this has come from one post by Dane, mind. Dane, yeah. Dane has got us all this attention. and Like, Dane, yeah, post just, it again, dude. <laughs> <laughs> please, Dane, please. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, I just nicked so many song titles from comedians and films and stuff. And it's, that's, that's culture, though, man. The more you can connect with what's going on in the world at the time, the I mean, who was it? Was it Devil Wears Prada had the HTML rules, dude? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like, yeah. it's pop culture stuff. I mean, that, the only time I've like straight up taken words from, from something else and put it in a song, I think was uh, from the movie Watchmen. It was for like a B-side song, Escape the Fate Had on the This War Is Ours album called Bad Blood. And it was the, you just don't get it, do you? I'm not stuck here with you. You're stuck here with me. Which was like the dopest line ever when I first saw Watchmen. <laughs> yeah. And he says that. I was like, ooh, that was good. Ooh, I should put that in a song. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yoink. Yeah. Yoink. Yeah. Um, oh, you yeah. Gonna, you've got me. I'm going to be uh, I'm be watching all the commercials and adverts now. Just being like, is any band Nick this? Say Van Nick. Mm, I'm loving it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I've got it. sold separately. Ah, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, there was one time I accidentally did it, not even realizing, and it had already. It would. It all always bothered me. Like you know when you hear something and you don't know where you heard it from, and I had already put it in a song, and it was for it was for a Word Alive song that I don't think ever got an official release, um, called "The Devil Inside," and. The one part of the song always bugged the shit out of me. I'm like, where was it? Where did I hear it? I don't think I came up with that myself. Like that one line, and I was like, I don't even think the words I came up with myself. That came from something. I took that from something. What is it? I couldn't figure it out. And one day a commercial came on, and it was an Eminem's commercial. <laughs> and they started singing the little line at the very, this is the day your life is gonna change. And I'm like, that's it. Oh, wow. <laughs> I literally nicked that part. I sang that part, same words, almost same melody, word for word, and then went into like a scream breakdown. And it bugged me so much. I guess it was on in the background while I was writing. I don't know how it happened, but I'm like, where, where did I amazing. get this? Yeah. Of, of, all the, of all the M&Ms to steal lyrics from, <laughs> you went with the candy. Yeah. You went with the candy. The M&Ms. The candy. The, uh, Not so yeah, shady. You could have, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you could have gone with the world's greatest rapper. No, no, no it's the candy. Okay. It's the candy. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. I love that. I thought you were going to come out with something like, oh, yeah, and then it turned out to be Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's why I, I just I listen to the melody? song now. I don't have TV on in the background because I'll just be sitting there writing stuff down and it's going in the back of my head and that one time. But it's an idea. Can we call his next song Geico Insurance? <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, like uh, a good neighbor. 
it's so good. Oh, oh brilliant. Amazing. Amazing. But like while we're speaking of, of creative outlets, I mean, talk to us a little bit more about the dead rabbits because that seems like that's being really at the forefront of your mind uh, a lot of the times over the last few years. Yeah. So, I mean, music has always been an escape for me, but I also, you know, not to talk about it too much, my sobriety, but drinking was always another escape um, that became my favorite escape of all time. Like that's all I ever wanted to do. I didn't want to, if I was coherent, it was hopefully enough to get through the show. And then I would just, you know, time travel to the next day again is what I called it. All right. See you guys tomorrow. I'm going to hit the bar. (laughs) So now that I've finally stopped doing that, I've just been immersing myself in music, you know, and, and Eric shreds the guitarist of dead rabbits lives local. So I'm able to go down there. He's got a whole studio in his house. And so I'm like, Hey man, whenever you're ready for me, let's get in there. Let's work on stuff. Let's, let's record some new songs. Um, so that has been great. Cause I'm always itching to do something musically and it's, it's not always readily available for me to do so it's such a blessing to have that project and have Eric live down the street and have the studio in his house. And we have a lot of fun with it. He's got, he's got a lot of bands that go in there and work with him and he produces a lot of local bands. So, but he's like, anytime I'm free, come in and let's work on stuff. So we had, we have a track called dead by daylight. We just did a music video for, which is like one of my favorite games. I like to stream on Twitch and the newest one we have that's going to be coming out sometime soon is called Cobra Kai. Uh, and we wrote it nice. based off of the Cobra Kai show. <laughs> so that's like my chance to do fun things like that is with dead rabbits. Cause I don't have to get the approval from the rest of the lead singers of escape the fate, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. 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 Do you feel that there's, there's like just a bit more freedom just to, just to have a laugh and it's stuff? More, yeah. With... It's more freedom to have a yeah. laugh, to be heavy, to just do things you wouldn't normally do. Just creative freedom to just do whatever you want. And, and it's, it feels good to have that outlet for sure. Hmm. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Um, so me and Sean were uh, having a little chat about the dead rabbits before before you came on, and um, Sean actually noticed something. I don't know if he's reading too much into this, but he's cracked a conspiracy. So I'm just going to let Sean explain. It's not a conspiracy, explain. is it? It's just basic. <laughs> it's just basic reading. What I did was yeah, basic reading. Uh, yeah, is, I, it the, is it the spelling? Yeah, I searched <laughs> yeah. it because I was like, right, the dead rabbits. Great name, absolutely brilliant name. Let's have a look. No, they're not an American street fighting gang. So okay, how am I going to find? this so then i went right craig mabbit red rabbit ah i see what he's done and then i told morgan and morgan could swear that i've just worked out where i don't know the holy grail is or something he was just like oh i can't believe that so the reason i did that was i had done the first ep with caleb uh caleb shomo and you know, we were discussing, he's like, well, this is technically your solo project. I'm like, it doesn't really sound like a solo project though. It sounds like a heavy post hardcore band. I can't, I, I don't feel comfortable releasing this and calling it Craig Mabbit. Like <laughs> I tried imagining myself on tour. Like, you know, imagine I'm out there on tour with one of my older bands. Maybe, maybe I'm opening for bless the fall and I step out on stage, big backdrop just says Craig Mabbit. Like it just, didn't feel right i'm like i gotta think of a good band name and and dead rabbits popped in my head and then i was like i'm gonna misspell rabbits because everybody forgets the second t 
when they're spelling my last name because they think it's spelled like rabbit, which is B-B-I-T. So I'm like, I'm going to spell rabbits with two B's and two T's. And that'll be like my my little secret hidden, this is my solo kind of project, but mm. it's a band name. Nice. Awesome. Mm. Well, yeah. Morgan, yeah. Morgan hyped me up and made me think <laughs> I was the world's greatest man just now, so... Um, yeah. I just I hadn't I hadn't twigged and then he said it and it was just I just my mind was blown I was that was <laughs> so clever it was just, just so clever fuck yeah yeah the you, last name thing that I'm I'm Spanish I'm Irish um, Gangs of New York one of my favorite movies you got the dead rabbits in that I'm pulling off a butcher look right now with my with my COVID mustache <laughs> yeah, nice. got the coral going dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm growing. Um, I'm growing a COVID mullet. I don't know if you can. It's it's very short there, and then I've got this bad boy coming out the back there now, looking like um. Dude, that's what I start at the very beginning of COVID. Take a look at this. That's what I started doing. But this is now. Oh. Kind of yeah. But I had the mullet going, so the sides are still shorter, but it's like all grown out now. That's how long COVID has been going on. Yeah. If you trim those sides down, that is a mighty mullet. And um, oh yeah. So please don't, because I'm trying to. <laughs> I I want to be uh, the person to try and bring it back. So yeah, I'm trying to get it all along again, and then I'll probably get tired of it one day and shave it off, and yeah. then start the process <laughs> of growing it back. Yes. <laughs> nice, awesome. Uh, so films have randomly come into this conversation, but uh, am I right in saying, Craig, that you're actually feature as a undercover cop? in something coming out next year yeah so the movie's called the retaliators better noise films is the name of the film company behind things like the motley crew uh the dirt netflix movie that came out that was amazing and also snow babies that just dropped that uh our track walk on was part of the soundtrack for so the retaliators is coming out and yeah i played an undercover like cop in that movie i played some other character and then we had to do refilming things because of covid and then i ended up being an undercover cop was that um apart from music videos is that is that like your first time acting then or apart from music videos technically yeah i would say that's that was like my first official kind of acting gig so i had a good time and you can also see um the character's name in the movie his name is arlo and you can notice if you watch the Invincible video, the little uh, the toe tag or body tag or whatever, it says Arlo on it. So I'm, I'm like the character from the movie in the music video. Oh, it's all Inception. Which I thought it was a cool tie-in. Yeah, so you've gone full obs- Inception with it. Um, yeah. Yeah, how was that? I was acting for the first time. Like, it was a, did you have a lot of lines to learn? Did you, how did you go about learning? Because I'm... I'm just interested in the acting. I'm like, it's no, just... I just, I, I just went to the director. Um, I wanted to get the director on the phone before I flew out there. And I wanted him to understand, like, you do realize I've, I've only just like done music videos. Right. <laughs> like, so let me know what, what you're looking for. Like, and I asked a couple friends that had had, had done some work in the past, you know, Hey, how, how acceptable is it for me to just run with the script. Do I stick to the script to a T? Am I allowed to make it my own a little bit? You know, cause if you're, if you're a fan of just film, I'm sure you've watched interviews with actors and it's like, they, they show up, they don't have the script. They just do their own thing. And some people love it. Some directors hate it. They want them gone. So I'm like, what are we looking for here? Um, 
but there wasn't too many lines and it was, it was, you know, it was really easy to work with the directors. They were just a lot of fun and they just wanted to have fun and, and, and do a good job. And, and that's what we got. Cool. Good. Yeah. Nice. No, I'm glad to hear that. Glad to hear that. Good. I understand there's loads of uh, other guest appearances in that film with like Jacoby Shaddix, Tommy Lee, yeah, some of the guys. Jacoby from- Papa Roach in there, Five Finger Death Punch, Spencer from Ice Nine Kills. Um, Whitney Payton makes a cameo in there. <laughs> I'm in there. Man, who am I forgetting anybody? There's a lot of cameos. Also, would you think you'd like to do more acting now from off the back of this? Oh, it's it's always been something that I've been interested in for sure. So I would I would love to do some more acting. Nice. Do you have um Do you have an agent for acting then? Not that I'm. I don't know what that. That sounded like I was offering to be an agent then. Oh, yeah. Um, I am yeah. a free. I am a free agent. Nice. So yeah. Anybody listen to listen to this? Who's a who's a a film producer? Get in touch with Craig. He's um he's currently agentless. So that'd yeah. Be, yeah. Awesome. Well. <laughs> The the obvious uh, the obvious role is to advertise M and M's. Surely oh, well, you need to no. be an M and M. M and M's are candy, dude. <laughs> oh wow! What's, what are you guys' favorite M and M's? Um, crispy. Oh, I'm I'm a crispy. fan of a, I'm mm. a fan of a crispy one. Mind I'm not. I love I love a good share bag of crispy M and M's to myself. I'm not, I'm, not, but... I'm not mad at a peanut though. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not mad yeah, I'm a, a pe- I'm a peanut fan. Yeah, I think so. yeah. I like a peanut. I, I there's not I don't think you'll find an M&M that I won't eat though. I don't think there's like Yeah, that's true. It's funny you say crispy because the bubble the bubbles in the chocolate are really popular. Mm. Over there, not so popular here in the states though. Mm. You do have a lot more flavors over there. We do. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. We haven't got to the bubbles in the chocolate like no. <laughs> So there's no arrows at all. There's no arrow. I, I don't believe so. We might have just started getting them. <sighs> oh, you're missing wow. out. Are you missing out? Or is it just <laughs> a bar of chocolate? With I think we are missing out because Ooh. I'm not sure. Wh- where are Tim Tams from? Australia. Uh, Tim Tams are Australia. What? It, it's arrows. And there's another. Is it chocolate or is it a drink? There's somewhere in Scotland that has like. I think it's a drink. Iron Brew. Oh, yes. Oh, Iron yeah. Brew. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's the drink. Iron Brew so good. Yeah. The uh, the redhead of drinks. Yeah. The ginger yeah. of drinks it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Iron Brew. I was trying to think what else you could be on about up there then. Um, what else? What other Scottish delicacies are there? Um, battered Mars Bars. So Mars Bars deep fried in batter. That's a Scottish delicacy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so hungry. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, they eat haggis, which is the um, contents of a sheep's uh, stomach wrapped in the stomach lining. Yes! That'll put you Ooh. off, Noddy. You're not, not hungry anymore now. <laughs> nope. Oh. Oh, wow. gone, I, I would, I've never tried haggis, but I would try it. It's not too bad, actually. The thing is, it's not we too ate, bad. We ate bugs in Mexico, so I think I oh. can handle some haggis. Oh. Like what? Ant eggs. Ant eggs. Crickets. Oh, I'd be oh. worried about them hatching in my stomach. Oh, no. Don't. Oh. Yeah, the ant eggs were like a chip dip. Oh. And I was just like, let's just go for it, man. <laughs> let's just that- do it. I had a scorpion in Bangkok once. What? What's it taste like, though? The scorpion tasted like a like a piece of really just burnt toast. 
<laughs> like if it had water on the inside of it so it was like watery and like burnt toasty it was it was nasty but it wasn't anything that was like unbearable because it reminded me of just straight up like wet burnt toast it was gross but it wasn't like what like unexpected gross you know wouldn't it be cheaper just to sell burnt toast than (laughs) scorpions like oh i know what i I shortly after eating the scorpion started realizing you know i don't think anybody that lives here eats them actually goes out and eats these things on a daily basis it's a touristy like i think maybe they serve bugs here because it's such a like Tourists hmm. walk by and they're like, they're serving bugs. Whoa, when in <laughs> yeah. Bangkok, let's eat the bugs. I'm like, I don't think they actually eat the bugs. Yeah. Nice. I'm like, we've been we've been bamboozled. <laughs> yeah. I could see me buy, I could see me trying to buy one and then going, Oh, you eat it first to the fella who sold yeah. it to me. Just go, No, until you eat it, I'm not eating I'll buy you one as well if you prove yeah. to me that you guys <laughs> eat it. Too much. Then I'll yeah. eat it. <laughs> if you prove uh, you guys actually eat it, uh, then I will go. Um, I wow! Yeah. I love that we've got in here. That's that's incredible. <laughs> well, nobody was expecting this, were they? And- no, no one was. And I'm glad we've got in here. Yes. Um, but but Craig, just a couple more quick things now uh, before we let you go. I mean, obviously, you've got so much uh, on in the schedule for over the next couple of months leading into 2021. But I mean, what else can people uh, expect to look out for? Um, you could look out for new tracks from ETF dropping before the final release of the record, along with some awesome fun music videos that we did the retaliators coming out uh new dead rabbits i'm always dropping new songs from that project just to just to give people some more music to listen to and i'm on twitch every day it's a really fun community there's giveaways all the time we hang out we have fun and and i'm always giving them little sneak peeks like i have unreleased songs from 10 years ago that nobody's ever heard that oh wow you know the the viewers and subs from the twitch channel they have it in the discord i just drop it in there like here's a special gift for you guys jam it enjoy it awesome so you can find me there daily twitch.tv craig mabbit nice nice yes um yeah well thank you so so much for doing this um yeah it's been a pleasure of course yeah again i'm so sorry for my tardiness no that's that's fine it's all good we're sorry yeah we're sorry you had to get up to see our like this must be awful the first thing you see in the morning is our (laughs) fucking stupid welsh heads that's fucking dreadful i hope your day gets better um because yeah, this is actually be bad. nice talking to you guys. I, I'm pretty sure I remember us ending up at the dive bar. I, <laughs> oh, the I, d- I don't know about that. I, oh, I don't I, remember I, the blackout, but I remember you're hey. the blackout. <laughs> 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 we certainly did blackout that night. I know that much. Jesus. Oh, um, wow. But yeah, thank you so, so much yeah, for thanks, doing man. this. And um, yeah, course. when this is all over, um, when you eventually get to come back over here, we'd love to do one of these in the flesh, yes. if that's cool. Yes, please. So, yeah, of course. Let's do it. As yeah, soon as uh, next time we come back over there, let's lock it in for sure. Awesome. awesome. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, Thanks, it's been awesome. Yeah, keep in touch, guys. Thank you. Yes. I went a bit Mexican. You did. I think it might have been in New Mexico that night I had out with. Craig, actually, oh, which is full circle. There we are. We've come full circle <laughs> with my Mexican noise. Um, yeah, sorry to any Mexicans I might have offended with that. Um, if I did it wrong, 
Um, I'm Welsh. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, Craig Marbert, absolute superstar. As I said in the intro, um, yeah, I was just a little bit worried because I hadn't seen him for so long. Didn't know where he was in his life, and last time I saw him, he was a bit of a mess. I can't, I can't deny that. But now he looks fucking better than ever. Yeah, it was awesome. It was, it was awesome to see him so fucking bright and chipper and loving life. So, thanks again to Craig. Thanks for his team for for letting us do it and uh yeah what a good time welcome on whenever you want craig come back please come back yeah no i seriously enjoyed it and it was just nice to get an insight because like as you mentioned escape the fate of being one of those bands of being in the public eye so much over their tenure as a band that you know it's, it definitely is going to have its effect on everything and it's so lovely to see how passionate he is about this new record and want to make sure everything was the best possible way it can be so if you haven't already go and pre-order escape the fates brand new record come out on the 19th of february 2021 titled chemical warfare the singles they've released so far are absolutely fantastic invincible um as we talked about it does sound like a new chapter of the band and yeah i'm really excited to see what comes next and him appearing in some films as well in the new year Yes, and the album was produced by friend of the podcast, John Feldman, as well. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> Dear John, give other people a chance. <laughs> Dear John, don't do every... No, fantastic. Well done, John. Um, what a genius. And, yeah, just, again, just fucking nice to hear people talking so fucking lovely about John and how he fucking works. Um I, I, yeah, I love it. It's well, so. Uh, yeah. What you got to think of, Sean, right, is that eventually he's going to run out of people to work with. So I guess Raiders won't be on that waiting list. They'll be straight on there being like, well, you know what? Are I'm- you saying, Morgan, are you saying hmm. that the only way that Jonathan <laughs> Feldman will work with my band Raiders, my current band Raiders, is by all other bands either finish working with him or if they have to disappear, that's the only way Raiders will get to work with John. Is that what you're saying? I realise that what I said sounded very bad and that's not what I was trying to imply. So I apologise to you, Styx, Ryan and Bob. Um, I'm just trying to make John Feldman get you into a studio in LA and then you can hang out with Travis Barker again. I'd like that very much. Mm. I think I'd like that very much. I don't know how much Sticks would like that because, mm. of course, Travis will be like, let me play on him. Be like, fucking leave it, Travelu. <laughs> leave it. Just one record you don't have to be on, bud. And then when Sticks, we'll be like, oh, Sticks, do us a favour, nip the shop, get some cans or whatever. And then he's like, oh, fucking Trav, get in here, bud, quick. <laughs> and then too many drum fills. So, uh, yeah, good to hear about John again. Thanks again to Craig and his team for sparing us some time. And, uh, yeah, we had a good laugh. And he was... He was talking to us from inside the Millennium Falcon as well, which is interesting. Yes, definitely interesting. Was not expecting that. And if you want to see what that conversation actually looked like, then you can head over to our social media pages at Pod on Twitter and Instagram because we will be posting a lovely selfie that we do get at the end of these conversations where the guest has to wait at least two minutes while I sort my hair out and then them and Sean um, pick on me um, while I give myself a mini makeover. 
Yeah, he does. It does take him long, too long <laughs> to take his air from out of a bun to have it down over his shoulders. Mm. Um, but that is one of the many behind the scenes <laughs> things you could you can find out about Sapney Podcast by supporting us and following us at patreon.com forward slash Sapnin, where we do loads of more behind the scenes content. And yeah, I guess talk a bit more openly with our community there as well. So uh, yeah, check it out if you've enjoyed any of the 107 episodes, 108 episodes we've put out. I say 108, we did a, we did a bonus one, didn't we? Yeah, please check out patreon.com forward slash to contribute to the podcast and help us carry it on. Yes, please do. As we've said, festive season is fast approaching. I'm sure loads of you are scrambling for gift ideas. You can get a loved one a subscription to us via Patreon. Just put it into their name, send us any... If you want more information about what how you can do that, send us a message at Sapping Pod. We'll, we'll help you. We'll sort you out. You know, We can do a nice virtual bow i don't know where i'm going with this um but loads of, going, yes. loads of people will be celebrating christmas together via the patreon as well so if you're gonna be on your own don't be come enjoying our mad cult of lovely lovely people and speaking of those lovely lovely people if you check out the description of this episode there's loads of names in there that we loads. like to thank for every single thing they do but Sean, right now, is going to give a mahusive shout-out to the elite members of the Sapnin Podcast Patreon community. They've probably changed their names to something wacky and random to have a laugh at our expense, as they do every week. And we're about to find out what their genius idea has been this time. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. I think we're all right, I think we're all right this week. I think mm. we're safe. Which is why I stumbled saying that, because I was so miraculously astounded by it. So uh, thank you very much to the following special people. Thank you very much, Kylie Wheeler, Mayumi Liwaway, Mitch Perry. Oh, by the way, I've got uh, a wedding invite from Mitch Perry and Emily Senegals for you in my house. Oh, lovely. Anyway, thank you very much to Mitch Perry, Emma Barber, Janelle, I thought stealing Morgan's tracky bottoms would make me rich. It didn't cast her. Nathan Crawshaw, Kelly Young, Dilly the primitive bunny that doesn't know Mercy Grimwood, Sarah James, Paul Bottom, our fish, titwanks for the win, Urshfield. We haven't gone on from that. Liam Connolly, Scooby Drew Styles, Kelly Ewan, Michael Engler, Kat Besant, Amadina Barno, Loz, Tony Michael, Amy Campion, Johnny Phillips, 
Scott Jones, Bert, Simon Amos, Jody Shannon, Ollie the Nuclear Spy Strikes Amesbury, Kate Stevenson, Danny Eaton, Jenny Sexy Boy Munster, Lucy Diaz, Becky Handy, Martina McManus, whose birthday was last week. Happy birthday, Martina. Emily Senegals, Kelly Mallory, John and Emma, Erin Howard, Jason Oredia, Jenny Robinson, Marcy Jacobson, Louis Cook, Sandra Kuacek, Craig Top, our fish it is, Aris, Kelly Cannon, Kevin Clark, Lou Soul, Livy Cropper, James McNaught, Tallulah Grant, Stuart, I might have Morgan's missing tracky bottoms and I'm never giving them back, McNaught, Sharif Awadali, Lydia Henderson, Dana, Happy Hanukkah, Lasnova, Happy Hanukkah, Dana, Happy Hanukkah to Marcy and um, to everybody around the world. Not just Christmas. Whatever you celebrate, have a bloody great one over this period. Yes, well said. Uh, anyway, back to thanks. Thanks to uh, Nula Clark, Julia, what you call a Spanish pop-punk band, Hispanic at the Disco Ravage. TJ, the acid burrito on the wings of the night, Amber Shatlock. Shatlock, Shatlock. I lose my mind. TJ, the acid burrito on the wings of the night, Amber Shatlock. Josh Crisp is intensive care because he threatened to take Sean to Miller and Carter instead of his fiance. Oh, yeah. I did ask if he would take me. Uh, he didn't. Uh, thank you very much to Adam Parslow. And last but not least, Alice has tiny wood. Oh. Indeed. Indeed. Thank you very much to those people. Thank you very much to anybody who's ever been a Patreon. Thank you very much to everybody's name, uh, everybody whose name's in the description. Thank you if you've thought about becoming a Patreon. But do it. Do it. Do it. Yes. If you've got an enemy that hates me or Morgan, sign him up to patreon.com forward slash happening. Pay for a first month for him just so I can annoy him. (laughs) It's something to do, isn't it? But yes, we love every single person in our community very, very much. They help this thing go in and it's just a lovely thing all around. So, Sean, with all that, is there anything else you'd like to mention before we go? Oh, our friends in Junior have announced today that they have uh, rescheduled their tour from February 21 to uh, the better time of August 2021. And I think, yeah, with, you know, with the vaccine on its way and everything, I think they've made the sensible decision of uh, moving it back. So, yeah, check out musicatjunior.com. Uh, my band Raiders um, have uh, I've made a fan video for our song Unnecessary V's. If you search Raiders UK anywhere on whatever you look for bands, uh, you'll find Raiders UK and uh, please check us out. That's it, I think, Morg. Do you have any news? Are you in a band? I am not in a band, sadly. Um, If any professional musicians are looking for a uh, tambourine player or triangleist, that's not a fucking word. Um, Speaking of fancy words, though, I did get surprised a post uh, the other day with my journalism degree. Oh, yes. Um, Congratulations. Thank you very much. So if you want to follow me on my social media pages at mhrichards underscore on Instagram and Twitter, you can see a lovely photo of me holding said degree in a fancy frame. (laughs) Yeah, I think you should change your bio to 100% official journalist. Yeah, well, I am officially certified now. So, I mean... So, there you go. 100% certified journalist. There he is. Oh. It's, t-shirt. it's a t-shirt idea for you as well, Mark. So, there, we there you are. go. You're going to have that. Nice. Um, cool. Well, uh, I guess we'll see everybody next week, is it? Yes. Or 
Check out patreon.com forward slash happening and we'll speak to you in the group. Yes, tidy. Tidy. Right, wicked. Have a good one. Stay safe. Keep your tongue out. Uh, don't eat the yellow snow. Sapnin! Sapnin! You're listening to Sapnin Podcast with Sean Smith and Morgan Richards. Thank you very much for downloading this podcast or streaming it or I don't, I don't know what else you do with podcasts. Um, thank you very much. <laughs>